Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Dave Nordman, executive editor of the Telegram and Gazette, joined on this voice of business by Tim Murray, CEO and president of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. Welcome, Tim. Dave, good to be here. I want to thank uh, Fidelity Bank as well for sponsoring the Voice of Business. And uh, it's uh, we're we're uh, in the thick of summer, but um, you know, from from following the events at the uh, the chamber, uh, it seems like things just uh, just never seem to slow down for you guys. Yeah, no, candidly, it slows down a little bit, you know, during July and August. But there, are, you know, a couple programs that that we run. Um, uh, one of which we just launched, but uh, we we have our golf tournament in June. Then we have a second golf tournament, which I call our blue collar chamber golf tournament at at uh, Worcester Green Hills uh, Worcester Green Hill Municipal Golf Course. And we had a great uh, a great great uh, day weather wise uh, about a week and a half ago on a Monday, and had a great great. Uh, of course, you had to you had to pick my vacation week to play yes, your golf yeah. tournament. Yeah, well, it was a a beautiful beautiful day on a Monday afternoon and a great crowd and and, and good. Uh, you know, good attendance and people, you know, the weather was perfect. So we were thrilled to do that. But, um, and then we, you know, run a kind of limited programming during the summer, but two, two programs, you know, one, we started, uh, probably five, six years ago called the Worcester Youth Leadership Institute. Um, Eight years ago, when I when I started at the chamber, I, I immediately asked, you know, where's our leadership Worcester program? Because for years the chamber ran the leadership Worcester program, and for whatever reason, at some point it had been discontinued. Uh, I, I said we're going to bring it back. At the same time, uh, Ann Lisi, who was then head of the Greater Worcester Community Foundation, was thinking the need to fill that void, and she came over to see me at the chamber, you know, within a couple of months, and asked if if we were interested in starting the program, and if so, would we partner with them, and so. We reestablished the, the the leadership Worcester program, and it's been enormously successful. You know, twenty five to thirty uh, individuals who are in the business community, up and comers, who are nominated by their business or or, or organization, and they do almost a year round. Uh, kind of get together, which a monthly get together where they learn about different sectors of the economy. They do a deep, deep dive in how government runs here. In the, uh, in the ages of these participants? So, so on the leadership Worcester, it's, it's people in the business community, Okay, but we had started the leadership Worcester program. And I was approached a couple of years, a couple of months, excuse me, a couple of years after we had the leadership Worcester program by, you know, Ron Scott, who passed away a couple of years ago. Ron was active in the community, was a leader in, in the African-American community. His grandfather father was the first black city councilor. And Ron and George Smith, who was the first black paraprofessional in the Worcester Public Schools, said, Tim, you know, we've heard about the Leadership Worcester program. Could we start something like that targeted for our young people? And so we put together the Worcester Youth Leadership Institute, which is uh, aimed at kind of high school or early, you know, college you know, graduates, probably that 15 to 18, 19. 
and they do like an eight-week piece over the summer where they come together every Friday, and we basically take the curriculum, learn about the healthcare uh, sector in, in, in Worcester in the region, learn about government in Worcester in the region, and uh, it's a chance for them to network uh, with each other from across the city. They get introduced to speakers and panels, and they get to tour buildings and places maybe that they might not otherwise go to. So we're graduating that cohort uh, this Friday coming up. And then, as been reported in the Telegram, a partnership between the city and the United Way, we launched Worcester Green Corps, and the young people that have been involved with that, 25 of them are going to be uh, graduating from uh, as well. And these are really, this is, you know, the chamber and, and, and everyone's opportunity to really uh, mentor, identify uh, the future leaders of the city. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. You know, and the Leadership Worcester program, you know, many of them are already up and coming in their businesses and organization. But the Worcester Youth Leadership Institute is, you know, kids are high school or maybe, you know, freshmen in college. Um, you know, they're still trying to figure out pathways and opportunities. What doors are, are there that they can can knock on? Uh, so that's, that, that is, it's about that mentorship. It's about exposing them to uh, all facets of the community that, that hopefully will allow them to become, you know, future leaders, but also pursue meaningful education and career paths. And most of the young, and the young people that are from the Worcester Youth Leadership Institute are part of the Youth Works program. So they're working during the summer, but they're nominated by that business or organization that's employing them to, to participate in this program, usually because they show some initiative or some leadership qualities or skills. Yeah. And, and, and talk about the benefits of the, um, of the business community and partnering with, with these, with these, uh, young, uh, you know, up and coming business leaders. Yeah. You know, we, we are constantly talking to our, our members, you know, who readily and consistently acknowledge the single biggest issue is access to talent. And, and, and we really say part of the solution is, uh, is, is internships and it's engaging with the young people. Also, if, you know, we're, we're serious in the, in the business community about diversity, it's, you know, our, our Worcester public schools, 60, 70%, uh, minority students, uh, we want to engage them at as early age as possible and letting them know about business and career opportunities. So these are ways as well through these internship programs to, to potentially find future employees or bring them on as interns part-time uh, or even part-time employees through this experience. So it's really multi-pronged in terms of what we're trying to do with the Worcester Youth, Worcester Youth Leadership Institute. And then similarly, you know, we, we established the Worcester Green Corps with the United Way in the city to address issues of, you know, litter and trash, but also engaging in beautification projects. And it's going to be a year-round effort. The Chamber has hired a Worcester Green Corps coordinator, which is going to put together programming and, and volunteer cleanups and sponsored cleanups. But this summer, we were able to employ with financial contributions and support from, from Fallon Health, from National Grid, from the United Way, and the WBDC, 25 young people out there. They've been on 130 streets, collected over 3,000 pounds of trash. I've seen them out there, you know, almost every day. And they're doing beautification projects. And then one day a week of the five days that they're out there, one day, they're also engaging in panel discussions. They're getting tours because we want these young people to know that there are educational and career paths in a whole variety of environmental fields that 
again need to be filled and provide good opportunities. Yeah, and and we'll get to the uh, the impact that it's had on these young people in a second. But talk about the the impact that um, that the Green Corps has has had in the community and 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 really the efforts that it that it's had to you know clean up areas, beautify areas. Yeah. And what have you heard from? from from people in the community well the feedback's been really positive not only from our you know the, from the business community but also from neighborhood organizations uh, we got a really nice uh, text you know uh, excuse me a nice email from Gary Vecchio who's the head of the Shrewsbury Street Neighborhood Association really applauding the work that they had done in the Shrewsbury Street area uh, Webster Square businesses you know a number of them had, had reached out and so the feedback has been really really positive and that's reaffirming for the kids and they've also been involved in some of the beautification projects in the main South CD with planters working with many of the, the businesses uh, along the Main Street Main Street corridor near Clark University. So these are the types of things you know they're out doing. And uh, look, I mean, when we're taking a, uh, over three thousand pounds of trash and debris off the streets and out, out of our parks, they're not getting into our waterways. They're not getting into our you know sewer tr- treatment plants. Uh, there's a whole benefit you know to that that's multifold. Uh, they're also you know using the opportunity to kind of educate residents about what they're doing and why and so this the most we just started this program in june the summer was the most challenging piece in terms of logistics and number of kids but it's gone really well and you know we really think we can build and scale this yeah and uh you know, getting back to those uh, to those young young people who are part of this program, what have you heard from from them as far as feedback about like you know what they're encountering out there? It's a it's a you know great group of kids, diverse group of kids from all across the city, and they've had a lot of fun. Uh, and it's you know we've got five kids in each one of the city council districts uh, with a college age uh, district uh, manager, and it's been really positive. Uh, you know, we've talked with them a handful of times and have them come in and talk to us about what they're experiencing and what what the feedback is and uh, people coming out and thanking them, offering them, you know, cookies or gla- bottles of water and things like that. So I do think uh, people appreciate what's going on. And it's also, I think, as we refine the program and grow it, it's proactively engage people about, you know, complying with the trash, you know, rules in terms of when you pick up and recycle, hopefully when the new bins get out. And I'll tell you, the DPW commissioner and uh, 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 quality, Dan Cahill runs the, the city manager's quality of, uh, of life uh, unit, have all been great partners and been asked us to, to you know, step in with this, been some, some, some needs that they just can't because of staffing levels. And they're having trouble finding people too, to, to, to work for the city. So, you know, us, it's a, it's a also exposure to career pathways. They got a tour of the water filtration plant. They've got a, uh, you know, met down at national grid to be updated on, on what national grid does and some of the things that they're doing around fuel efficiency and working with businesses and companies. So, we're really we're thrilled with with both of both of those programs, and we're going to honor the kids and everyone that helped make it this Friday, both from the Green Corps and the Worcester Youth Leadership Institute, which is also sponsored and funded by uh, GFI Partners, uh, which has been a sponsor from the beginning, Reliant as well, and then Unibank uh, has has stepped up as as DCU Credit Union. 
and 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 you kind of downplayed it from the start. You said that the summer can be kind of a uh, a slower month, but looking at the chamber's calendar, you've got you know you've got steamers at sunset, you've got young professionals night out, you've got a seminar series, um, time management during COVID, maximizing employee use of time and employers' use of time, and and you've got you know. Right around the corner in September, the the Breakfast Club. So yeah, the, there seems to be a lot going on. Yeah, it's busy, but not as not as, not as crazy busy. September 9th, we're, we're we're looking forward to our Breakfast Club. It's going to be a Polar Park, and Dave Graney, who's the owner of Synergy Investments, a major real estate developer. Uh, an owner uh, in the greater Boston area, but he's done projects throughout up and down the East Coast. But he bought a couple of years ago, just under two years ago, the Glass Tower. Uh, what some people know it's Santander building, but the Glass Tower across from City Hall, 22-story building with a big footprint and a garage. They're making multi-million dollar investments in the building as we speak. And we saw what Chip Norton did with part of the City Square project, now known as you know his, his portion, his mercantile center. $75 million investment into the buildings, into the garage, into the outside uh, to take advantage of the teardown of the mall. Uh, and that has become a signature piece of property. And Dave Graney, I think, has a similar vision. And he's going to speak at our breakfast club about how and why he's picked Worcester and his vision for the building. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to that. Yeah, it sounds like a... Uh Sounds like a great event. And again, anybody who wants to uh, attend, obviously open to members and non-members, but how would somebody go about uh, attending? Yeah, WorcesterChamber.org. You know, we usually get 300 plus for our breakfast club events uh, because of the, you know, Polar Park has got some space limitations on the indoor venue. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to cap this. So if people want to come, they got to register early. So WorcesterChamber.org. WorcesterChamber.org. Thursday, September 9th, 7 a.m. as usual, back to the normal spot. Back to the normal spot. Usually, uh, you know, mixing, you know, 7.30, breakfast gets out there, and we start the program promptly at 8. Great. Well, it sounds like a, for a, uh, for a, a not busy time of the year, Tim, it sounds like it's uh, it's pretty busy. Yeah, it picks up. It's picking up as soon as we, uh, we get right around Labor Day. And fall is right around the corner. That is Tim Murray, CEO and president of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. I'm Dave Nordman, executive editor of the Telegram Gazette. Tim, we'll do it again next week. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of... Uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.